0: Good day, I'm Rich Kenny, and welcome to another Carter Logistics Wheels in Motion podcast. Today, I'm really pleased to welcome Mr. Brian Simpkins. He's Director of Business Development, and he'll be providing us some information on the food industry's challenges in 2023, plus some updates on the consumer good industry. To start, Brian, can you tell us a little bit about your role at Carter Logistics?
1: Yeah, thank you, Rich. Um, I've been in the industry for 22 years. I've been on the carrier side and the logistics side as well. And my role here at Carter has really been to expand our and diversify our customer base. So Carter has been big in the auto industry for 40 years. I'm really trying to go and focus on food companies, and with that being other household goods companies, we're just trying to get you know the produce, the ice cream, anything you can ship on a refrigerated uh, trailer. Um, We're focusing in on that, and um, we're trying to add those diversify those customers that we get and as well we're going after new carriers to support that business we don't want your typical one load a week carrier we want carrier partners that can do continued work for us day in and day out Um, so really we're trying to expand that customer base and the carrier base that's what my focus is on
0: well that's really great Uh, why don't we start today with a look at the food industry and some changes in that industry in North America. I guess my first question would be, this year in 2023, has anything brought about any changes to the table for our audience in the food sector?
1: Yeah, Rich, 2023 is a year for changes coming out the pandemic still. Um, we're starting to see a lot of companies that do mergers and acquisitions. Uh, most recently, Flagstone Foods acquired Emerald Nuts from Campbell Soup. We're seeing these weekly in our end, where companies are just looking to expand and diversify. Also in 2023, it's really been a year of low demand and low rates. So what typically in our industry, you see year after year, high rates, one year, low rates the next year. Uh, Coming off of COVID, it's really been a two-year cycle where rates remained high in 2021 and beginning of 2022. And then at the end of 2022, Q4, and through this year, rates really bottomed out. Um, they are the lowest we've seen in decades. And that's a result of many factors. You got your low demand, your high interest rates, and inflation. And the Fed really keeping those interest rates really they are is really hurting the industry. Um, there's just not as much demand for product. The stuff you get um at the stores is going to cost more and the transportation costs just aren't there the rates are really low right now the lowest we've seen in a long time
0: well Brian our food shippers advised me that some of their truck brokers are still promising lower rates but when it comes to a booking that's a different story what's your team seeing concerning missed or canceled bookings with food shipments
1: uh, the problem here is really resolved of the rates getting to where they're at brokers have just been bidding on stuff to maintain business that are low low levels Um, and the carrier it's kind of you get for what you pay the carriers that you're going to be able to get at those low rates aren't going to be your reliable partners that you want you're going to be living off the load boards day in and day out and you're going to see that because you're you're setting up a new carrier for every load that you use you don't get that repetition these drivers aren't going to know the places they're loading at, the places they're delivering to, which is kind of what we at Carter, we're striving to do, use those same drivers, use those same carriers. So you really have to develop these partners that are in it with you to grow, help you grow your business, which is what we're trying to do here.
0: And Brian, I think it's really important for customers to know now with the recent closure of some truck operators in North America, what your team might be working on to make sure your division can prosper. So how well do you know the ability of a trucker's capability to honor a rate, and how do you know that they'll be there in the future? we
1: do a thorough vetting of all the carriers um, that we bring on Um, we do a background check on all of them make sure their safety scores are where they need to be and that they're conducting business in the appropriate way so that's a process to where we're not going to onboard people just to move a load for us we um, turn down carriers on a daily basis that just don't live up to our standards um so we really want those top notch carriers that can really follow through and be partners you know a lot of people don't view the carriers as partners when they just think the customer is what it is but the carriers really have a lot to do with that so we're really trying to get these key players that can do the same lanes year in and year out and can really manage for our customers those high expectations of on-time delivery and that constant communication that everybody expects these days.
0: Brian, refrigerated shipments demand expertise and really good equipment. How does your team manage a reefer pickup and then service the refrigerated food shipper?
1: Well, Rich, the first key is to really know what you're hauling and the temperature requirement for those loads ice cream is an example um, is one we load a lot it runs at minus 20 on the temperature and during those hot summer months it can really be pushing those units pretty hard so the older units you're going to want to stay away from um, on those type of shipments and the produce really has to be very temperature sensitive. If it's 35 degrees, it's gotta run at 35. They can't run at 40 or 32. So we need to really make sure with our carrier partners that they're following through on their end. And we're also gonna use those units that have the downloads or temp tails, where if there is any discrepancy once it gets to the receiver, that that can be verified. Um, And a lot of the older units don't have that. So, you really just have to make sure you know what you're hauling, you know the expectations of it, and you know the carriers they're using, what type of equipment they have, and and they can maintain those temperatures, um, especially in the summertime, just because when it's hot out, those temperatures need to be on point. So, there's a lot that goes into a lot of the carrier vetting that we do as well. Um, we touch base with them, and we say, what's the average age of your equipment? If somebody's got an average fleet of 10 years or older, that's not somebody we're going to use on the ice cream, the produce, those type of um, sensitive requirements on loads. So we really want to know as much as we can about the carriers we use um, as far as their fleet age, and just make sure that they can maintain those temperatures that are required. And they're running it continuous. A lot of Brokers out there will just put on the rate confirmation BOL, meaning you run it whatever the BOL says. But we want to contact these shippers. We want to know what their expectations are. Know if they're running it continuous, which most are, and we want to communicate that clearly to the trucking companies to make sure everybody's on the same page, just to reduce any exposure from uh, somebody running a load at a wrong temp that an insurance company isn't gonna isn't gonna cover.
0: And Brian, the consumer goods area is one that's really being focused on this year. Uh, the consumer goods companies operate with really thin margins. So in 2023, with inflation raising its head, has this affected their ability to keep things like kitchenware, soap products easily on the shelves and then turn a profit at the same time?
1: Yeah, Rich. Inflation has really impacted all aspects of the product life cycle. That goes from a buyer first getting the order to ultimately somebody buying it at a store. Uh, It's costing people more money to make the products um, during the inflation we're experiencing. It's really a fine line between how much those manufacturers want to pass on to the consumer. If you're used to selling a product for $2 and you raise that to $3, are those consumers going to look elsewhere for that product? So it's the whole life cycle of the load. Inflation really touches all aspects of it. It's costing people more for their employees. It's costing them more for the products they're getting in their manufacturing cycle. So their shippers are really striving to keep that transportation cost down, especially this year, just to try to absorb some of that cost. If they had higher transportation costs and higher inflation for their product, that would really lead to a bad scenario for them. So they're really doing everything they can to keep these transportation costs down, um which is really it has a negative effect on the on the business, but hopefully that inflation, the Fed will fix the interest rates and we can get back to a more sustainable economy where everybody can thrive.
0: Well, Brian, I think we've wet our audience's interest in not only food, but consumer goods. If any of our audience has a need for a request for quotation this year in 2023, where should they send an email invitation? They can send it to
1: quote at carter-logistics.com, and we will get that divvied out to the right people and make sure they get a quote over for them. But We will quote on pretty much any lane in the lower 48 states, uh, enter U.S., so anything that we can help out with, we're glad to help.
0: Well, Brian, this has been a very informative podcast for our Wheels in Motion food shippers and also our produce shippers. I'd like to thank Mr. Brian Simpkins, Director of Business Development at Carter Logistics, for joining us today for this Wheels in Motion podcast. Have a good day and stay tuned for our next podcast.
1: Thanks for listening to the Wheels in Motion podcast. If you have an idea for an upcoming podcast, please send your ideas to marketing at carter-express.com. Until next time.